What's up, freaks? It's your boy Marty here to introduce this rip of Rabbit Hole Recap. It was brought to you by our good friends down the hall, Unchained. Unchained is here to help you eliminate single points of failure in your custody. They have their two or three multi-sig vault, which is collaborative custody. You hold two keys, they hold one. You eliminate single points of failure by distributing your keys and their backups geographically. You could use three, lose three of the four devices and still get access to your Bitcoin. Unchained is always there as a collaborative custody partner to be the second in the two or three multi-sig transaction if you need them to sign on your behalf. And their whole company revolves around this two or three multi-sig setup. They have an IRA that you can roll over into where you can start a Bitcoin IRA with Unchained. So if you're out there you're looking at the ETFs, you're like, ah, oh, should I buy the Bitcoin ETF? No. You should hold your own Bitcoin in your IRA. Unchained makes it very easy. So if you're thinking about rolling your IRA into Bitcoin, hit up Unchained, go to unchained.com slash consultation, talk to their team. You'll be able to roll it over, own actual Bitcoin, not Bitcoin IOUs, and then hold your own keys. It's a two or three multi-sig quorum. You hold two keys. Unchained holds one. It's a beautiful thing. All right, go to unchained.com slash consultation. Tell them that Rabbit Hole Recap sent you and get set up today. This was also brought to you by our good friends at CoinKite. CoinKite is here building the best hardware in the space. I got this little block clock showing Moscow time right now behind me. It's 1929 in Moscow. It's an inside joke. 1929 sats per cuckbuck. They also make the best Bitcoin wallets, hardware wallets on the market, signing devices. MVK likes to call them signing devices. That's what they are. You got the Mark IV, the MK4 which is the best on the market to date in this episode. We actually previewed the Q as well, MK4. The NFC enabled, uh, you create your private public key pairs offline. You can add entropy to your private keys with the roll of dice. Uh, it's got an SD card. You do everything offline. You don't touch the internet, so you keep your private keys secure. The Q1 has all the same internal guts as the MK4. Uh, but it's got a full keyboard. It's got a QR scanner. It's got a battery pack. It's going to come with a bunch of really cool features. Uh, you're going to be able to save your passwords there. You're going to be able to create PSBTs. It's NFC enabled as well. They're building the best hardware out there. Go to coinkite.com. Check it out. Get a block clock. Get a Q1. Get an MK4. Get some SATS cards, some tap signers. It's really sci-fi technology. It's really approachable. Coinkite.com. Try RHR. Try CD. Try TFTC. Still don't know if we have a code. Enjoy this rip. Dickie. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Probably should be. Probably should be. And we're live, Matt. It's, it's a miracle that we're able to record this week. There's a cyber attack going on. Are you okay? This is why you have to have redundant comms. Yes, we, we're recording live over Mesh Network right now. <laughs> the cyber attack is upon us. And no matter what happens, RHR will be recording. 
will become as redundant and robust as possible for you freaks. We're live. You are live. We made it. Do you think it's a cyber attack? I don't know. You're saying it's coming after the pharmacies now. People can't get their pills. Well, fuck the pharmacies. So AT and T has been was down for like six hours. AT&T it's a T-Mobile. Level. T-Mobile as well. I'm a T-Mobile user. I didn't see any problems. From like no no I think. You know people are idiots, right? So they were like going on down detector and saying like Verizon and T-Mobile and all the other ones were out. Um, but I I think that's like they were trying to like communicate with people on AT&T. Maybe, you know, AT&T was like the original monopoly. So maybe there's some overlapping infrastructure that like AT&T went down and, and took some people with them. But it seems like it's mostly like AT&T and what this article says, Cricket Wireless, which is owned by AT&T, right? Like anyone, any of those uh, MVNOs, like those fake cell providers that then use AT&T as their backend. Um, but it seems like it's mostly been limited to AT&T. I, you know, I, right, there's two different possibilities. It's aging infrastructure and a horribly run business that is, you know, a quasi monopoly and they fuck something up um, or it was a malicious actor. But uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out malicious attack. And uh, I actually had a, I had a freak reach out that said he had a good source that says uh, AT&T was breached. And it breached? information for a bit. Interesting. Was it Iran? Was it North Korea? I got, I got, that's all I have. I just. Was it the CIA I, pretending to be Iran and North Korea? I cannot verify. I cannot verify my source. He couldn't verify his source. It was like one step between. Um, but this did happen in Mandibles. So you had to, I, you had to say yeah, it. drink freaks. <laughs> Marty doesn't know, but I put mandibles in the title. We joke now, but we can wake up tomorrow. People could have the inability to access this episode. They just had the memory of joining the live stream and saying Marty was making a big, a big joke about all this. And here we are in the middle of the cyber attack. I would say it's a good time to do a cyber attack because half the country just would immediately blame our own government. Just like, and not not without not without good reason, you know. But you could just you could you could do a cyber attack, and like the Chinese government or the Iranian government could literally have a press like they could have a press conference where they were like, "We just attacked AT and T," or like, "We just attacked the U.S." And half the country would be like, "Nope, it was, it was the U.S. government." They yeah. just would not believe the press conference. They're losing control. Yeah, I. I not going to lie, it might fall on that half, depending on what happens. Like I said, it, it would be a good time to do it. <laughs> you, I mean, we're lucky to have you on our team here in the freedom movement. You'd be a very good Intel advisor. It'd be more profitable. Too. Could you imagine? It'd be way more profitable. Could you imagine that timeline? There is an alternative universe where Matt O'Dell's a mastermind strategic advisor to the Intel services of the world. They just all, all they have to do is read mandibles. Yeah. We're giving them we need, the alpha. We need alternate universe Matt avatars. Oh, I got to pull We're, up zap stream. Oh, you haven't already. I'm in it. We're, we've got over 15 K in boost already or around 15 K. I'm in an undisclosed location. 
and as a result, I'm on a laptop. I mean, Carlos is complimenting your your setup. You look clean. You look bright. Good lighting. Looking crisp as fuck. That's what uh, Carlos is saying. Thank you, Carlos. I know this episode is later than you would like, but uh, deal with it. It's a morning rip. Okay, I'm in there. Coast. The way freaks. If you're not aware, uh, we have our uh, our Noster enabled Bitcoin enabled live chat at rhr.tv/stream. Um, you do not need a Noster account to use it. Just go to rhr.tv/stream in your favorite browser. I'm telling you, the, the Noster live chat is absolutely murdering the YouTube live chat right now. We've got four comments in YouTube and probably over three dozen in Noster already. I think the live chat has successfully migrated full time. Yeah. Zap not stream. As much as I hate YouTube, I think it's still necessary uh, until we get banned um, because people like the TV apps and stuff. They like that they can easily cast it to their TV. I think you can cast Zap Stream to the TV as well, but the real live chat is the Nostra live chat. That's the one I have open. I yes. can't see the YouTube live chat. Thank you, freaks, for boosting in the live chat above 25,000 sats zapped already. I'm saying boosting. I'm getting yelled at for saying boosting, zap boosting. You get what I'm trying to say here, freaks. They're different things. Same outcome. To make it extra confusing, some Noster clients call renoding boosting. Renoding. Oh, you're signal boosting, but you're not value boosting. Interesting. You know, like the Noster equivalent of retweeting, they call yes. that boosting just to make it a little bit more confusing. Lovely. Let's get it together here, freaks. We, we had a long segment last week making fun of Noster because it's too close to turd. We need to get the nomenclature down across all these platforms and we don't it's embrace the chaos for me for me it's a chaotic embrace the chaos okay with I'll chaos try. comes opportunity there's no there's chaos no, is a ladder <laughs> there's no centralized dictator in control so people can call it whatever they want um but i like i like renoting it's you 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 note something on Noster and then you renote it. it. Sounds like you're saying renode though, and then now I'm like, are we? What are we renoding? Are we downloading a new node? What's going on here? Sorry, speaking I, of good, speaking of yeah. good notes though, I actually right before we hopped on here, you're trending on Primal.net, number one, with. Uh, the 15 minute video clip of Meredith Whitaker from last July Which sitting we're down not on air. No, that's way too long. She was sitting down with a politician from the UK talking about some corrupt British politician. Yeah. The backdoor um, encryption bill that they've been trying to pass in the UK. That failed. It actually it failed, failed. Yeah. Par partially because signal and WhatsApp and Apple pushed back against it. Very illuminating 15 minutes there. If you want to get a peek into the world of double speak and propaganda from, from the government. She's an incredibly impressive speaker. She is. Uh, it's good to have her. It's good. Good to have her on team freedom. She it really is. Like, I, could, I know I couldn't handle myself that well with, with that guy on the other side. Yeah. 
should we I mean, should we just announce? I know we have Signal on the list while we're talking about Meredith and Signal. Pretty big update from them this week. Massive update. Yes. Yeah, we could talk about it. Um, Signal's finally adding usernames. Um, so you don't have to share your phone number to connect to someone on Signal, which is sorely needed. It's It'll allow me to finally pull the plug on Telegram, um, which also requires a phone number, but like Signal now won't share that phone number with other people, if you believe them. Um, and uh, they did it in a really, a, a really interesting, compelling way, which is basically the username is not, it's like an it's ephemeral username, right? So you can change the username at will. It's not shown to people. Um, if you if you're at you know an event or something and you tell people to connect to you with a certain username and then you want to dispose of that you can just switch it at any time um so i thought that was i thought that was pretty clever and it also comes with like a share link um so you can you know post it on the internet or something like that if you want people to connect to you on signal um right now it's for beta users only over the next two weeks they'll be rolling it out to everyone um so don't, you know, like rush into it because if it, if someone's still on the old setup, they're going to still be able to see your phone number. But we're close. We're very close. And this was a, uh, you know, a long time coming. People have been asking for this, um, ourselves included, for a, for a very long time. Shout out to the team at Signal for getting this to market. This is a pretty big upgrade because it is weird. I meet people. And I prefer Signal as like my go-to app, and then I have to give them my phone number. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, they're still going to require phone numbers um, to sign up, which they mainly use as a spam prevention mechanism. It's it's a pretty lazy spam prevention mechanism. A uh, lot of different services do that. Uh, I Proton Mail does it, which is really frustrating still. Uh, but I think you can replace that with a one-time Bitcoin payment. So you pay like $30, $30 in Bitcoin and you can replace that. So hopefully they do replace that at some point soon. Um, Signal, like any other tool, has trade-offs. Um, I think it's a very effective tool and it's a very effective trade-off balance, um, but it's not perfect. A lot of people like to quote uh, tech expert Tucker Carlson on uh, his issues with Signal and saying that Signal is compromised. Uh, he was most likely compromised by Pegasus or something like that, where his phone was compromised, not Signal itself. Uh, where if you compromise someone's phone, um, with you either compromise the person or you compromise the person they're speaking with, you can obviously see all messages and everything else on the phone. Uh, so that is the most likely scenario. I think it's uh, a little bit frustrating that he keeps repeating it. Uh, his audience, you know, likes to just blindly believe in everything he says. So uh, I think it's a little bit counterintuitive for a lot of them. Um, because even though it's not perfect, it's strictly a net benefit over almost every alternative. So consider using Signal more. I've moved a lot of my life over to Signal. And it's just a very user-friendly app, right? Like, it's just very effective. Um, so, yeah, keep that in mind. The... The Tucker, the Tucker clip in, in the Tucker story, he's, he's said it multiple times now. In question is when he was first thinking about interviewing Putin, 
um, he only discussed it via signal. And somehow uh, the U.S. government and the NSA found out that he was doing it and pressured him not to do it. And he didn't do the first interview. He waited, you know, like a year and a half until he did the second interview, did, did the interview, but for the second time. But it's important to realize, like, he was talking to people in Russia and the Kremlin and stuff, and it's come out since then that the U.S. government compromised a shit ton of Kremlin-linked iPhones. So, like, he doesn't know where that information was, like, who was sharing that information on the Russia side. He doesn't know where those different things happened. He doesn't know if his phone was compromised by Pegasus. Unfortunately, like, the way it used to be is you'd have, uh, you know, sophisticated governments could crack this shit and unsophisticated governments couldn't. But now that you have the NSO group and other, you know, like surveillance mercenary organizations, they just sell it to any dictator that wants it. So like third world dictators have access to these tools as well. Like they can compromise yeah. journalists. They can compromise like a Jeff Bezos, you know, with something like was Pegasus. It, and they was get a hacking team, the company that Coinbase required, weren't they behind Pegasus? And weren't they, they caught selling it no, to the third they were behind something else. Pegasus is NSO group, um, which is, uh, comes out of the same Israeli intelligence uh, unit as uh, the company Elon uses for KYC on... Uh, unit 8200? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're getting, uh, getting access aware. to everything. Be aware. Carlos did mention in the chat, while yes, you do need a phone number for spam prevention upon sign up, you can use a VoIP phone number. You can buy a yeah, burner and use that. They don't they don't even block like simple VoIP numbers. Like if you use something like MySudo or like Hushed, like the different apps you can get on the app store that make the digital VoIP numbers. And a lot of services do block those. Like Twitter blocks VoIP numbers, WhatsApp blocks VoIP numbers, um, but Signal does not. You can you can use one of those if if you want just like a limited level of protection. Um Obviously, those might be connected to your App Store account or your Apple Pay or something like that. But if you're just like an average person, it's an easy way to just improve your setup because you just like point and click. Obviously, you can use something like Silent Link, Silent.link, which is a great service to get prepaid eSIMs um, with Bitcoin, not connected to your identity. But yeah, be aware. Be aware. And ideally, they implement the solution that you laid out, which is have me pay. A $30 lightning invoice. I would gladly yeah, I think, do that for all the value I, think, I get out of Signal. I think the big thing is it completely eliminates Telegram now for me. Like, I just, there's no need for Telegram. I don't want Telegram on my phone. I don't want Telegram on my computer. Um, you know, I just, I, I can just move that, all that, all that, all those chats, I can just move over to Signal now and not worry about my phone number being shared with people I'm talking to. Yeah. It's, um, and two, they're nonprofit as well. So you think they were forward thinking, implement this Bitcoin spam prevention mechanism, stack some Bitcoin, head it into a bull market, fund the nonprofit organization. It's a great way to do it. You know, I think they're very conservative, they move very slow. Um, it is what it is. I do like that setup. You know, it's not a perfect setup, right? It's still centralized. There's still people that can be pressured. You know, that's why you see the president of the Signal Foundation, Meredith, in these interviews, fighting back against this type of regulation. 
Um, they still use, you know, Amazon servers. The way the app is set up is you're not supposed to be trusting those servers anyway. Um, the apps are open source, but I do like, I do like the concept. I think there's a place there for tools that are centralized, but run by nonprofits that have a strict mandate of no surveillance. Right. And then you, you, it's like a, it's like a bridge in like the freedom tech kind of arsenal. And then you have ones that are not controlled whatsoever which are absolutely necessary. But as a middle ground, you know, Signal, I think, is just a perfect example of a, you know, they've, they've been very successful at spreading relatively strong encryption standards around the world and, like, making it a standard. Yeah. It's a beautiful, th- beautiful thing to see. And, yeah, I think in Bitcoin, too, we've had some conversations behind the scenes going the legal route be a nonprofit organization, a 501-3C here in the U.S. is a creative solution that I think 501-C3 is a creative solution I think more individuals and critical parts of the Bitcoin stack should be thinking about. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're still like fighting within the legal realms, right? Rather than just building unstoppable tools, but it is, it is a, it, it seems to be effective as long as we live in a relatively uh, free country. Don't say it. <laughs> you know, we don't live in a free country. Actually, it seems states are asserting their rights, which I like to see, which gets us closer to freedom. Signal, making big moves. Love to see it. Long awaited. Very excited to begin testing that out in the next couple of weeks. And then also, like, if you haven't seen Meredith's interview, like, you should go. I posted two interviews on Noster. If you go to primal.net slash Odell, uh, they're both about 15 minutes. One was on French TV. One was on British TV. Just watch them. They're, yeah, they're she, worth the watch. She's extremely impressive. That was not an easy interview or a co-interviewee no. to be sitting next to. He, like, accused her of, like, facilitating child porn and shit. Like it, yeah. it was it was bottom of the barrel shit and she handled it with class she did Meredith if you're listening keep it up you're crushing it alright on to Clark's dashboard the current price of Bitcoin is 51,590 cuck bucks one cuck bucks going to get you 1,938 sats sitting right above a 1 trillion dollar market cap currently at 1.01 trillion we are at block height 831,575 which means we are 1,033 blocks away from the next difficulty adjustment, which is estimated to be on February 29th. It's a leap year, freaks. Very interesting that we have a difficult to retarget on leap year day. Uh, right now, it's looking like a negative 5.1% adjustment. Block's been coming in at 10 minutes and 31 seconds on average since the last retarget. And Clark's teeny weeny mempool. We have 59,144 transactions. If we go over to mempool space, we have 145,829 transactions. Look at that. Mempools haven't cleared yet, Marty. I'm not cleared yet, but relatively cheap. Uh, If you have a low priority transaction, you're going to be able to get that in at 17 sats per V byte, medium. Priority 21 sats per V byte. And if you're looking to get into the next block, make sure you attach a 25 sat per V byte 
fee to your transaction. Only a buck eighty right now. So for sending large amounts, you can get it confirmed rather quickly and rather cheaply. Back to Clark's dashboard. We're looking at 10,692.75 Bitcoin unspent capacity on Samurai's Whirlpool. That is $551.6 million in unspent value. That is the state of the network. Big downward difficulty adjustment coming next week after a big upward adjustment last week of 8.2%. So it seems like the mining industry is settling in. A little bit right now, a little reprieve from from hash rate screaming. What are you laughing at? Carlos said I'm posing for a passport picture. Well, I like the uh, the earlier comment, which is, if you unbutton one more button, we're gonna have to change this to fap dot stream. That one made me a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Jokes on you, freaks. We're now an OnlyFans account. We knew we knew Marty was going to come full circle. The zaps weren't enough. We have to sell our bodies. Please zap us so we don't have to turn this into a fap dot stream. Only faps. Nope. Only on Noster. Not going to happen. <laughs> and with that being said, I'm going to show everybody my bald spot and try to signal to Parker and Carr. We're waiting outside. Logan, why don't you go get them? Um, they're going to come in and talk about what we're doing during South by Southwest week here in Austin. Beautiful thing. If you want to come to the Bitcoin takeover, March 15th, we have Pleb Lab Builders Day the day before. A bunch of other activities. Look at these guys mosing. We got a setup in here for you, gentlemen. We prepared. This is not... Parker, this is probably the... It's probably the fourth or fifth time you've done this. Oh! Are you fucking kidding me? We just locked... Hey... You can still hear me. You can't see me. <laughs> What's Car- going on? He came in like a wrecking ball. Not on screen. He came in like a wrecking ball. Pick up your mic and your headset there. Sorry. I ninja launch this on Matt too, so. Can't hear anything, Logan. These blue checks can't, can't even fucking handle Oh, there you go. I can hear something. I still can't hear us, Matt. You don't want to see what just happened. Uh, I can hear you. Kind Got of. it. What kind of hat uh, is that, man? Marty's mic. There this hat, it's my, it's my primal Noster hat. Nice. I'll bring you cool. one when I get to Austin. Cool. The, the live chat, average Gary. Sorry that your ears are bleeding. I don't know if it was my singing or the loud, loud disruption we had here in the office. We'll give you a blue check when you get to Austin, Matt. I think he was talking about it came in like a wrecking ball. Never, never, Parker. Just Parker, just, just quit Twitter. Just quit. I told Twitter. you people are you really Facebook. People are arguing that I should get a blue check mark for everyone's benefit. What you know? Just yeah. bend me. But we have physical blue check marks sent to us courtesy of Bitcoin Park, and. No, that was BTC pins sent those, right? Yes, BTC pins. I've got a box full of blue checks. But somebody there. from Bitcoin Park sent them to us. So now we award them physically based on merit. I mean, we have traders in our midst over at the park. I tried to ban blue checks and I got overruled. It was a it was a sad day. 
I do like that hat you have, though. Thank you. I'll bring you one as well. Okay. You're a fan of Noster now? You know, it's no, Noster. I just like the aesthetic of the hat. Okay. You you yeah. see, it's it's like I the can, little... I can admit when... ...has grown and evolved into... Yeah. I see. I like the colors. I don't know. Camo conflicting with red, white, and blue. I don't know. It's... It's it's technically pink, Marty. Oh, it looks red. Yeah, it, it looks like orange, kind of. Maybe fuchsia. Well, so okay, we're here. Podcast. <laughs> you gotta Wait, get to Houston soon. Yeah, I gotta get to Houston. So let's do this quickly. What are we doing? You 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 came to me yesterday. You said I, yeah. I need to come. Oh, I need to come chill the Bitcoin takeover. Um, <laughs> on rabbit hole recap. What's that? Is it not sold out yet? It's not sold out yet. It's getting close to sold out, but. We've got a few more tickets to sell, and I want to be shilling less and focusing on work more, so i got to shill early and often, get people in the seats. We've got, so one, we've got all during South by Southwest, there's things going on in Bitcoin in Austin, so if you're um, thinking about it, get on it and come to Austin. Uh, on the Wednesday of South by Southwest, the 13th, we're going to have Bitcoin Urbanism with Turdemeester, Austin Tunnel, and Kelly Lannon talking about how... Um, Building on a Bitcoin standard uh, will change how we think about cities and, and architecture. Then uh, I'll let Carr talk about it. But on Thursday, we have Top Builder and Startup Day from Pleb Lab. BitDevs that night, uh, 1031's hosting a happy hour between um, Startup Day and and BitDevs. And then on Friday, we'll have uh, the Bitcoin Takeover. We'll be hearing from uh, 10 founders, CEOs, uh, leaders of companies. It's really, we're shifting the Bitcoin takeover this year. In the past, we've really, it's been panel focused and talking about the big ideas around Bitcoin. This is really going to be focused on what a lot of the leading Bitcoin companies are building. We'll have uh, Justin Moon from Fetty, uh, Lisa from Base58, um, John from Zapright will talk, Steve Lee from Spiral, uh, Matt Lostro from Giga, Cormit, uh, Jamie from Cormant, uh, but 10 people, full day of speakers followed by a live rabbit hole recap. So if you oh, like rabbit, rabbit hole recap and you're listening right now, come here from Matt and Marty live. And uh, that's my <laughs> shill for the Bitcoin takeover. Thanks, Parker. Uh, yeah. So Wolf gave us a lot of money and we said, we'll take it. <laughs> and uh, we decided to do top builder. And that's the truth. And so we, we went ahead and did this application process and it was like, I don't know, Matt, it, w- it must've been like uh 71 teams. I interviewed like 40 companies, uh, potential Damn. companies. Yeah. And then um, got them down to like 32 or no, 31. Two dropped out right away because he, it's really hard to do a Bitcoin company. And then we got it down to 15. And now we're trying to get it down to five. So those five teams will be presenting at Top Builder on Startup Day. And uh, Marty's a judge. I'm a judge. Marty's a judge. We got Lisa. She's a judge. Uh, Kelly from Wolf's a judge. And um, who's the last judge? Why is Marty a judge and I'm not a judge? Hey, don't you judge over there, okay? I'm a good judge. Marty's uh, not. A, Marty's just a hype man. Like he's just gonna be like, "Oh, you have a great project." Like well, everything. I, I will say this in Marty's in Marty's defense. Like, uh, you know, Marty's been at the ground level here in Austin from the very early days, and yes. he, he remembered. Like he chose Zapright, if I remember correctly, right? Remember yeah. that? He, yeah. He so like Marty knows. He chose Oshi, I think, too. Uh, the, One of your picks, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, there's there's a lot of these companies that Marty, you know, was here that he helped, you know, 
get them all in their path. Anyway, long story short, we're going to get down to five teams. And once we get it down to five teams, uh, these guys, the judges, are going to vote on the number one team. And they're going to win 15K in Bitcoin. And they're going to be named top builder. It's basically win. top chef, but for Bitcoin. That's, that's what 15,000 Bitcoin? How many, no, 15K how, how many sats in Bitcoin. $15,000 worth of Bitcoin today? Uh, 15,000 cuck bucks. Uh, 10... Um, Are you kidding? Uh, Ten thousand is five thousand one hundred dollars. So that's that would be around seventy five, seventy six hundred bucks. I don't know if he did his math right, but um, yes, I did. Anyway, we have tickets for sale. <laughs> Definitely it, go. Million sats, fifty million sats is the prize. There you go. That sounds right. No, it's not fifty million sats. No, he said 15 million. Oh, 15. 15 million, I think. No, it's 15 million sets, right? Is that the price? Logan, What's can you just price? calculate this for us? That's probably closer to like 17 or 18 million sets. Wait, wait, is, Logan, the, prize in, is the prize in dollars or <laughs> cut dollars It's in Bitcoin. Or? It's in Bitcoin. We just don't know what the price is going to be on the 14th. No, 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 I mean, no, unless you no, know, man. What is the prize? Bitcoin. And, no, no, and you get to call yourself top builder. How much? How much 29 million at, sets. At 29 price, million sets. 20, yeah, 29 million. <laughs> 29 million sets. There you go. I'm glad we figured that out. And <laughs> also, the the winner of Top Builder is going to be announced at BitDevs. So oh, yeah, yeah. Justin's going to announce the winner. Uh, he doesn't know this yet, but there you go, Justin. Now you know you're announcing the, the winner. The big reveal. <laughs> the big reveal. Um, Wait, is, is what the prize is $10K? Dollars? Uh, 15. 15. Okay. Got it. Yeah, so 29 million, million sets. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of sets. I'm glad we figured this out. That's a big prize. That's a big prize. Yeah. And, and you get a big trophy. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. And so, so apparently I'm speaking at this event, right, Car? You're speaking. That's true. If you want to be a judge, I can add you as a judge. I didn't know. Marty said he wanted to be a judge. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll make Marty a judge. And guess but. where we made this decision? In Nashville. We were plotting in Nashville. <laughs> right right under your nose. <laughs> when we bring the next. Matt, I'll add you as a judge if that. Is that okay? I don't need to. I don't need to brute force myself in as a judge. Well, I didn't know you were going to be there, or else I would. I know Marty's here all the time. I just didn't know you, you were going to be. You think, you think I can look Parker in the eye if I if I didn't show up for Bitcoin Takeover and 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 yeah. top builder? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I do. I do very much appreciate you coming, Matt. I uh, I do. Uh, I didn't. I didn't expect you to. Yeah. Uh, just with all that you guys have going on in the park, so I do really mm-hmm. appreciate you. Coming well, you come and, to the uh, park all the time, so. Yeah, no, I enjoy it every time I come and enjoy supporting what you guys are doing there and appreciate it as well. Um, Get a lot of value each time that I come there. So um, very much appreciate uh, the opportunity to host you uh, in Austin that week and and for the takeover and to do a live rabbit hole recap. Um, It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Friday night, rabbit hole recap live rip. Got to be there to see it. Logan will probably post it like the next Wednesday. So you're going to be waiting. Um, I'm kidding, Logan. But it'll be good to talk about. Hopefully we'll have some of these companies announce some things during South by Southwest. So we have the two of you guys right there to to talk about it uh, following and uh, whatever else is going on in Bitcoin that week. So uh, for people that are interested in coming to take over, they can find tickets at BitcoinCommons.com or there's a link to it on uh, Plab Lab's site as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before you head to Houston, before we wrap up this uh, Austin update section, what's the vibe check in Austin right now? Vibes are everybody's high. in uh, yeah vibes are high but i think everybody's in argentina right now for bitcoin plus plus that's a problem that's true i mean yeah. vibes substantively lisa took everybody with her Sprint. lisa did she got her commit merged last yeah. week and then 
literally jettisoned and took everyone there <laughs> to Buenos Aires. We've got we've got a new restaurant opening up soon here in the Littlefield building. It looks awesome. It's great being able to look in there now. It does, oh, and they, that means no construction downstairs yes. for you anymore. Yes. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Marty did not deal with the volatility of construction downstairs. I almost, well. I almost threw a chair through the window. Yesterday, really, yesterday was particularly bad. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? It was just so loud. So Gosh. loud. Vibes what are high here. Of, what kind of restaurant? Mexican. Ooh. High high they end Mexican. Ole. Excuse me. Do they accept? Not yet. Point? Not yet. Not yet. Not We're right? starting to orange pill the uh, the building right now. I feel like we rolled over that, but huge shout out to Lisa. Um, I'm sure the BTC plus plus event in Argentina is fucking fire. So. Um, yeah, but the pictures that they're blasting out everywhere look really cool. Um, she's a fucking legend yeah. that's what i'm here for to remind you guys about all Parker, the important things happening show. now that you're a lightning influencer i was curious what's your favorite lightning wallet <laughs> um zeus or phoenix but uh i don't think we have support for either of them yet i mean the mutiny team works in this office i can't believe you didn't even give them mention it's pretty yeah well they're they're back in like two weeks so um, you just rec- you just recommended a northeast team and uh, and a French team. No, I want to get all of them in. Uh, actually, um, whenever we play poker, I do pay with my Mutiny wallet. Um, and for the home team, they are my favorite. But and for everybody out there, whoever plays poker with Sahil, don't uh, don't fall for it. I only I only said don't fall as naive. Matt, I only said that because Ben the car man went on Stefan Levera and, and uttered the word Solana in like a Ugh. not totally joking way. Mm. And so I did text him about that, giving him shit. So, um, no, but, but mutiny's up there uh, no, for I mean, me as well. And it's, it's really the best non-custodial lightning wallet, in my opinion. Um, it's just, I, you know, I liked your first Zeus two and Phoenix have been around, uh, for a little bit longer and. I think Zeus is the best if you use your own node and Phoenix is the best if you don't use your own node. And uh, Mutiny is going to be a contender in the future. And I love those guys, uh, but they're still very early. I've got breaking news for my wife here. Oh, shit. Did you know that Ben McKenzie is a borderline pedo? He dated Misha Barton when she was 17. He was 25. (laughs) This is Ben McKenzie, the guy from the OC who hates on Bitcoin mining. Breaking news. From my wife. We should get Ben McKenzie, the pedo, to... No, pedo's not welcome. But uh, if there's non-pedos that hate Bitcoin mining, we should get them to yes. come to the takeover. Yes. There's going to be a lot of them here. All right. That was enough pedo talk for the episode. You need to get to Houston. I got to get to Houston. <laughs> come to the takeover. Bitcoincommons.com. Information on all the events. Go to Pleb Lab. Startup day. A lot can be it's happening be in Austin. Uh, so March 13th to 15th. Like Tank, right? What's that? What happened? No, it's we're not. Like we're, tank, right? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. The shit coiners are. We're definitely not no. doing a Shark Tank vibe. No. Okay. We're getting a stage, right, Parker? Yeah. Okay. It'll be a stage. It'll be. It'll be like a hackathon, but just with the presentations of the hackathon. I, we, we we literally chiseled them down for seventy-one teams to five to present to you guys. So you're welcome. I'm pretty excited about my speaking slot. I think it's going to be fire. Well, now you're a judge, so. <laughs> there you go. Now you got two jobs. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, should be fun. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank all you. right thank you guys for the thanks guys opportunity to shill send my, see you all in austin send my love to the houston bitcoin meetup i will we'll talk about bitcoin and energy for you guys. to dave and crew see you guys all right we're gonna get out of here without uh breaking all of the equipment okay <laughs> are we see gonna we're we gonna come back to me while they 
Thank you, car. Safe driving. Did you run into the camera or something? Like, what happened? It tripped over one of the lines and then took down the mic. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I, uh, the Mutiny guys are going to have the first mainnet Fediment implementation. Like, I've already played with it. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I played with it, too. I was giving some bug reports to Ben Carmen at, like, 2 a.m. one night a few, uh, there, few weeks ago. So much, there's so much more productive in Madeira than in Austin. Hey, well, that's not true at all. I mean, it's, it's what I've – it's my observations. They're literally giving, like, handheld pull requests to the people working on the open source Fediment protocol because there's people working on that protocol. Here in the commons, the mutiny's working on it right outside of them. Handwritten they, PRs. They it's, handwrite it, the pull requests? Yes. Do you type them in? Uh, if they ask me to, if they're too busy, I will step in as secretary and, and type it in. <laughs> Get down here to Austin during South by I'm Southwest. Ranch water. Do you want to make me one, please? I didn't see this. Back to the list. U.S. Treasury admits that Wall Street Journal reported misleading numbers on Bitcoin used by militant groups. Treasury admitting this. I miss this. I mean, we were on top of this story from the very yes. beginning. But it's good to see. <laughs> I'm not shouting them out. They can go fuck themselves. But <laughs> Props where props are due. It's good now, but it's good to see them admitting. Because they're like the fucking senators and shit are writing regulations based on this bullshit Wall Street Journal report and it's just not true it's not true i w would not expect the treasury to come out and admit this though props for props are due it's good to see yeah it's chain surveillance firms uh are not as reliable as one may think ox-t no, but, but even the chain surveillance firms came out and said the wall street journal post is bullshit that's true even the assholes. It was just Elizabeth Warren, basically. She just. You think she's going to get primaried here? I don't like. Do I have any faith in her constituency, <laughs> or, yeah. or like the political system? His, no. If history has proven anything, uh, the people of Massachusetts don't elect the right people. Do you want to bet? No, I don't want to bet because I, okay. I think I agree with you. I don't have any faith that it can happen, okay. but it seems like this guy. Well, I'm glad you got that sorted. She's probably going to get. You get a good, like, out of the gate campaign video. Man from Detroit, blue collar, Marine veteran. Wait, is she actually getting primaried? The, the attempt is out there. Yeah, she's quote tweeting the guy. She's She looks worried. She's on her. She's on oh, the back of her feet. Funny. You never quote tweet the opposition, you're no. just giving a preach. Yes. So beware. I mean. Looks like a tough guy. He should join Noster. His name's John D. Something. I don't know what his name is. Uh, this is not good to see, but it should be expected. The, then. the Nigerian government restricts access to Bitcoin exchanges as their currency continues to fail. We've talked about this many times throughout the last year. The Nigerian Naira is going through a hyperinflationary event. Last year, the central bank tried to uh, remove cash notes from the economy that failed pretty miserably. Logan, you're just hitting us with a with a paywall here. <laughs> He's got the cookie. <laughs> Don't accept the cookies, Logan. And then also, you're 
I think you got paywalled on that one. It's uh, Financial Times is annoying about that. Sometimes it gives you the article. Like I, I was able to read the article. I don't subscribe, and sometimes they block you. But Blood basically, the TLDR is is the Nigerian naira. Their 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 shitcoin is continuously failing um, and getting worse, and uh, they're trying to block the exits. You know, there's no such thing as Bitcoin on ramps. There's just fiat exits and they're trying to block the fiat exits. But people are still getting through. It's like a half-assed restriction so far. Um, And I've talked to multiple founders that are working over there um, and people are still getting through and able to get Bitcoin. I think people don't realize this. Like, Like with GameStop, when Reddit tried to fuck the suits, like the suits literally just called up Robinhood and said, turn off the buy button. Like Bitcoin has many different ways of obtaining it. Many different companies offer these services. It has P2P trades and it has mining. Um, they can't just call up the Robinhood CEO and turn off the buy button. It's a completely different paradigm. And the suits don't realize this yet. Yeah, and the Nigerian people have a bit of a head start against the government going back to the SARS movement the women's movement from a couple of years ago they did the same thing not the same thing but they uh, removed access to the individuals involved with the sars movement uh, they cut off their bank accounts and they quickly adopted btc pay server i believe as a donation mechanism to get bitcoin into the hands of the activists who were protesting in the streets and so there's at least a good amount of people in nigeria who have prepared for this in one way or another hopefully their information sharing and resistance is futile the nigerian the government movement was an, was like an anti-police movement it was yes. unrelated to the disease yes yeah bad naming if we're gonna be <laughs> we're naming the naming, critics naming show yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have named it sars they should have gone with something else but that's been done it's an acronym you, you can't it be as critical on, on the movements as you are with the companies, but <laughs> yeah, the SARS movie, they're hitting the street trying to throw SARS in everybody's face. Governments, uh, governments will try Bitcoin bans as this shit gets worse. They will try. Um, and it's, you know, it's up to us to make sure the tools are, are there that, that make that impossible. Yeah inspiring formulas in in the youtube chat how does nigeria still have stuff to lose uh i'm not sure if you're aware but nigeria is one of the most oil rich countries in the world um they're also one of the most populous countries in the world they're the new jersey of the world the most densely populated country don't give jersey that much credit (laughs) jersey's the most densely populated state in the united states jersey's got nothing on the nigerian people there's jersey nigeria the united states tomato tomato Jersey's not even a real state. It's just like a sub-state of New York. Isn't that Ohio? Isn't that the conspiracy theory? Ohio doesn't exist. <laughs> I like Weirdo Robot in the in the comments saying Jersey is also gross. <laughs> Whoa. Jersey gets a bad rap. Okay, somebody spends a quarter of my year in New Jersey every year for my whole life. There's beautiful parts of New Jersey. Okay, it is the garden state for a reason. Don't hate on Jersey. Politics, not so good. 
landscape. Not as bad as people make it out to see. Next on the list, I had Matthew Mazingtius from Porkopolis Economics and the Crypto Voices podcast on TFTC yesterday for our monetary-based quarterly update. We do this every quarter. Matthew goes and runs the numbers, collects all the data on the central banks of the world to calculate what their monetary bases are and then juxtapose where Bitcoin is compared to its true competitors, other base monies throughout the world. So we did that update yesterday. few stats. Bitcoin is now currently the seventh largest base money in the world with gold included. If you take gold out of that, which I would argue I don't think you should, but if you do, it's the sixth largest uh, base money in the world. It's very close to surpassing uh, the British pound to hop into the, uh, the sixth spot with gold included. I believe if we go over 58K, Bitcoin will officially be a larger base money than the British pound. Uh, it is the 10th. Fuck you, Brits. Yeah. Suck it. The Bitcoin is the 10th largest asset in the world. So if you Saudi Aramco, Apple, NVIDIA, gold, silver, Bitcoin's number 10 overall. Um, but Dude, that Matthew, NVIDIA bubble is fucking real. They're at $250 billion in market cap today. It's like, yeah. I don't insane. see. And people are like cheering it on like, yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um. They added a whole Bank of America to their market cap today. <laughs> there's some, there's some economics <laughs> happening over there. There definitely is. Uh, but Matthew also does like a price analysis and gets other data. And we went over two new charts yesterday that are really bullish. You go to the first one. Um, so he looked at the 12-month trailing uh, payment volume. Uh, comparing Bitcoin to Fedwire. And if you look at that number, Bitcoin is almost double what Fedwire is doing. So Fedwire is the system where the banks settle behind the scenes. They settle base money transactions. So that's the direct comparison to Bitcoin. And Bitcoin has already uh, surpassed Fedwire in terms of facilitating transfers of base money at the base layer. He came to the Bitcoin transfer number by taking out change addresses so if you send a bitcoin address you don't or excuse me if you send a bitcoin transaction and you don't use a full utxo two transactions are actually made one transaction to the address of the person that you're sending the money to and then another transaction to an address associated with your wallet your change address um so in this calculation he takes out that change address because it's not really um an economic transaction Uh, you're just sending money back to yourself Uh, and then he also includes batched transactions in this calculation, this is where things get really interesting because when you include batch transactions, the transactions per second uh, of the Bitcoin network right now are around 12. I think it's 11.6 transactions per second. You'll often hear people say that Bitcoin can only do three to four transactions per second, but actually due to batching, which enables you to, in a single transaction, send multiple, create multiple inputs with Bitcoin UTXOs, so exchanges do this most popularly if you have a bunch of people who want to withdraw bitcoin from an exchange to their own wallets you don't send an individual transaction for each individual user you batch tens hundreds sometimes thousands of transactions together or a little bit over a thousand and then you send them as one transaction and so looking at this direct comparison to fedwire which is the transfer mechanism for the base money between u.s banks bitcoin has far exceeded that uh, already, which is pretty impressive. 
And so when you're looking at comparisons, is Bitcoin succeeding? Is it not? We should really hone in on the apples to apples comparisons, which uh, the Fed transferring their base money is that apples to apples comparison. So in terms of volume of transactions, number of transactions, Bitcoin is already exceeding Fedwire. If we go to the next chart, uh, this looks at the value of those transactions and you can't really see it, but at the bottom, you'll see the small uh, green circle in the bottom. That's the Bitcoin volume in dollars compared to the volume that goes through Fedwire. Uh, last year, Fedwire did over a quadrillion dollars of value transfer in their systems. Bitcoin did uh, about 1.5 trillion, I believe. I can't read the number from here. But if you look at that black line on the chart, it's basically the ratio of Fedwire uh, value transfers to Bitcoin transfers, and that's on log scale. It's been going down pretty significantly over time. It started at 22 billion. Uh, Fedwire was doing 22 billion times more value transferred than Bitcoin in 2010. Today, that sits around 799x. Uh, and at the peak of the bull market last cycle, again, using trailing 12 month numbers, so this number didn't materialize till the end of 2022, it fell to 190x. And so, if the price of Bitcoin keeps going up, you can expect this ratio to fall. And I think these two particular charts are really illuminating in the sense that big people, the ECB came out today and says Bitcoin's not succeeding. You had Andrew Ross Sorkin saying earlier this week that Bitcoin is just a speculative asset. But if you look at the data and compare Bitcoin in an apples to apples comparison with what it's competing with, which is base monies, it is actually succeeding very well. More transactions and it's really catching up in terms of value transfer on a log scale. So if we have another... 5x in price from here, that Fedwire ratio to Bitcoin, that Fedwire value to Bitcoin value transfer ratio should fall to around 10x. And then next cycle, we may be able to reach parity, which is pretty Wait, crazy. I think we're going to overtake it this cycle. Maybe. Super cycle. Matt's a super cycler. Uh, so, one of the freaks clipped out you saying no more dumps. It's a ridiculous take. I haven't seen it. I, hey, I took a dump this morning, so that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, keep it PG. What is P? Kept a PG. Um, so yeah, I think these. I highly recommend. I think Matthew <laughs> is one of the most underfollowed and underappreciated assets we have in Bitcoin. The economic analysis he brings to the world of Bitcoin, comparing it to uh, the fiat monetary world, is extremely. You know, the data he provides, the analysis provide, he provides is extremely high signal. But nobody um, listens. I listen. We do We do an episode every three months. We're already all in Bitcoin. It's going like, to equip you like with this, better knowledge this, to convince this people. Should the, this should be the information that like the suits start to realize that Bitcoin is here to stay and is going to dominate every money in the world. And most of them are just don't pay attention. It's crazy. He's literally just broadcasting this alpha out to the world for free. And most of the suits are just completely unaware, oblivious, ignorant. That's what I told him yesterday. I was like, this is the data we need. People are like, Bitcoin's failing. It's like, look at it. It's succeeding pretty massively right now. So go check that out. Do you think he'd be cool with us putting that in 1031 slides? I don't think he would mind at all. He would like for it. He's looking for it. We talk to a lot of suits. Yes. 
it's a really like awkward that. conversation because it's just like saying fuck the suits all the time but uh yeah not only that but like you're on a phone call and you're, you're, you're on a phone call we're talking to suits and you're like close to fap dot stream uh levels of buttons it's it's power play actually dude <laughs> for like don't be the fap influencer oh to god I'm kidding. It's all in jest. This is not good to see. Apple confirms that iOS version 17.4 disables progressive web app applications in the European Union. So Apple lost two cases in the European Union, or it was one case that was combined. They lost one that was they had to open up the app store and allow competing app stores. And the other one was that they had to open up uh, their browser monopoly on mobile and allow other other mobile browsers, right? Like uh, up until this point, if you use, and it's still the case everywhere except the EU, if you use an iPhone, even if you use a different browser, uh, it's powered by Safari under the hood. Um, so they had to open that up. And their their response in both situations was to basically, you know, be as much of an asshole as possible while while being legally compliant with the court case. Um, and so they're using the argument that because they're allowing other browsers, um, they can't do progressive web apps in a secure way. Progressive web apps are basically a, you know, a, a website that acts like a native app on your phone. Um, in Bitcoin land, Mutiny has, has led the way there, creating a wallet that allows you to just you know, operate directly from a web browser, but but it, have it feel and have it be relatively secure like a regular app would be. Um, so now Apple's just going to block uh, PWAs in, in Europe. And uh, at first people thought like maybe it was just an issue with the beta, um, but Apple came out and said, no, like we're going to do it. So here we are. Yeah, Shout out to the, the EU. Ben Allen G said malicious compliance. <laughs> That's a good word. I like that. That's what they're doing. Yeah. You got to get your shit together. Hate to see it. Hate to see this as well. Coinbase Commerce Merchant Payment Processing Platform no longer supports Bitcoin. They said it's too difficult. They're uh, Ethereum first. Uh, L2s. We need smart contracts. Ethereum first wallet. Um, on the positive side, not that I feel like I should give that to them, they are exploring Lightning, and hopefully they'll add Lightning support. But right now, um, if you try and use a merchant that is using Coinbase, Coinbase Commerce, the only way you can pay with Bitcoin is if you uh, have a Coinbase account, which is fucking ridiculous. Just use BTC Pay Server or ZapRite. Um, yeah, I mean... Sad state of affairs. I thought, uh, not really, but there was some hope. There was some hope out there that now that they've become uh, a ETF custodian and uh, their business is increasingly being the largest Bitcoin custodian in the world, that they would treat Bitcoin like a first-class citizen. But somehow, uh, 15 years after the launch of Bitcoin, they can't figure out how to... Uh, except Bitcoin in a non-custodial way. I mean, if I can figure it out, 
Coinbase should be able to figure it out. You should be Sash embarrassed. It. Your companies like River, Strike, Cash App, and make it very easy to send and receive over Lightning. It's like the it's like the DEI ESG shit. Like they actually like the employees actually believe like they think from like an Ethereum first mindset. Like they they actually think it's a compelling argument that you can still pay with wrapped Bitcoin on like Ethereum or Solana. So like they still accept Bitcoin in a non-custodial way. Did you see what Vitalik was saying yesterday? I I truly believe that they believe it. Like they just, it's, it's absolutely insane. And that's, I mean, it's to our advantage, right? It's uh, somehow at this point in Bitcoin's life cycle, it's contrarian to believe that Bitcoin is the best money is going to absolutely dominate. And uh, we can say it every week. We can scream it from the rooftops and uh, we still have our edge fam. It's like pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Like to think Brian Armstrong came out like over a year ago now and said, Oh, or maybe it was last summer said, we're going to, we're going to implement lightning. It's not that hard. I talked to the guy who's doing that and I, th- I do believe they're going to implement lightning deposits and withdrawals pretty soon. Okay. That's good. Good to hear. My understanding is that it's, you know, it's ready. It just needs to launch. Okay. All right. From shooting on Coinbase to giving props where props are due, uh, Coinbase, donate, Coinbase donates $3.6 million to Brink to fund open source Bitcoin developers. Every profitable Bitcoin business should support the open source developers that make this movement possible. Obviously, I'm a co-founder of OpenSats. Um, but the guys at Brink do great work, and uh, it's wonderful to see. Uh, they are basically, uh, they had like a give crypto nonprofit operation that they're just, they're getting rid of. So they just took the remaining money and gave it to break is my understanding. Nice. Nice. Good use of those funds. They weren't the only Bitcoin company to give, I won't consider them a Bitcoin company. They weren't the only company to give Brink a grant this week. River also gave Brink, I believe a $50,000 grant to support Bitcoin development. Love to see it. Shout out to Leishman and team. River's great operation over there. Um, consider OpenSats. OpenSats.org. Check it out. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. I, one, of the the reasons I love, one of the reasons I love the Bitwise uh, announcement of 10, 10% over 10 years was that was that it was split evenly between the HRF Dev Fund, Brink, and OpenSats. I think that's a really cool model. It you know takes a little bit of pressure off the individual teams. It's not a competition. Like I just want as many open source contributors to be supported as possible. And you know it's essentially a full time job for me that I make no money from. So beware. <laughs> them, them the facts. <laughs> Those are the facts. Of OpenSats. Here are the facts of the status of Julian Assange. So Julian Assange appeals in the most important press freedom case in the world. So London's High Court is scheduled two days of hearings on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that was yesterday and the day before. Uh, I believe so. Or is this next week? This might be next week. No, it's happening right now. It's happening right now. Which um, is weird because it's Thursday. Come on. No bullshit, Bitcoin. Logan, right. click... Uh, 
click uh, the primal the primal link I have. Yeah, let's listen to Stella. This one we should play. This is Julian's wife on the appeals case. I just want to speak a little bit to you because uh, it's only a handful of us inside the room that actually can follow the proceedings. So I wanted to tell you about what was going on in there. Uh, we opened and uh, we talked about Julian's political opinions and his political motivations. And they are clear and they're unchallenged, which is to expose state criminality. And what happens when you expose state criminality? The United States has taken a political, politically motivated prosecution against a journalist because he exposed them committing crimes. And so what's going on inside this courtroom is to determine how the extent of the cover-up How is this court going to deal with this case? We heard that the case was only brought after the United States said uh, that it would do anything to prevent the International Criminal Court from examining an investigation into uh, US activities in Afghanistan and of course, WikiLeaks evidence um, in the publication that Julian's indicted over are part of that case. WikiLeaks has been used as evidence in uh, the European Court of Human Rights and other foreign courts to expose state criminality. And the United States is abusing its legal system in order to hound and prosecute and intimidate all of you. What's at stake is the ability to publish the truth and expose crimes when they're committed by states. The outcome of this hearing today will make it clear the extent of the cover-up. The only fair, I, I shouldn't even talk about fairness at this stage, because the country that's trying to extradite him plotted to murder him. What are we even entertaining in these courts? How can any, um, How can, how, you, how can you, how can you even entertain, entertain this, this hearing, hearing knowing what we know? It's, it's all on the public, public record. record. Yes. And yet and it yet continues. continues. It's only a handful of us in that room, but you know what the stakes are. You understand what this is about. It's about, it's about you, you it's, it's about, about us, us, it's about the public's right to know. It's about the right to be able to speak freely without being put in prison and hounded and terrorized by the state. Thank you. Damn, I'm getting a little emotional over here.
it's crazy how long because of how long this the song shaga has been going on it's easy to forget the gravity of the situation but just from brass tacks first principles like the fundamental rights that Assange is fighting for is something that everybody should be able to agree upon. If the state commits crimes, the people should have the right to know that, and the state should be persecuted for those crimes and prosecuted for those crimes. And the fact that they're going this far to shut him up and try to kill him should be a massive wake-up call for everybody. He legit just published information. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, first of all, um, it takes uh, incredible courage from Stella Assange to, uh, to, to speak and speak in front of so many people. She's obviously not a natural speaker, uh, but it's you know, incredible for all of us. Um, but if you've been paying attention to the Assange case, Ever since he was arrested in Sweden, um, there's been this bullshit going around that, like, the goal wasn't to extradite him to the United States. And they've, you know, run him through the ringer. He was in the Ecuadorian embassy for years, essentially in, like, self-solitary confinement because he couldn't leave. And the embassy was, like, a half-assed embassy. And then the Brits took him into custody and now he's he's being extradited to the United States, and it's incredibly fucked up, and it's a stain on our country, and and he should be freed. He should be freed immediately. Yeah. No, just to show like the lengths of the corruption and the fact that all these governments play together. I mean, hopefully, God willing, he is freed, but it's not looking good. One of the two high court judges who will. Rule on Julian Assange's bid to stop the extradition to the U.S. represented the U.K.'s Secret Intelligence Service, MI6, and the Ministry of Defense. Um, declassified is found. So they have a integrated intel asset on the stand in the U.K. right now who's unlikely to reject the extradition clause from the U.S. or extradition yeah, request. It's fucking kangaroo court. Always yeah. has been. Yeah. It's fucked up. That's beyond fucked up. Again, like, like a fundamental human right to access to information, the truth. And like you said, all he shared was information. He didn't attack anybody. He just said, hey, these files have been brought to me, and here's what your government's doing on behalf of your name with your tax dollars, committing war crimes, human atrocities. You should know about this. As an American, I'm very thankful that Julian Assange has released that information. All the information that WikiLeaks has released, whether it's in regards to the NSA. Well, that was Snowden, but WikiLeaks has those files available too now, I believe. Um, Hillary Clinton's laptop, the DNC corruption that was discovered in there, and obviously the Middle East war leaks as well. Um, those are the originals. Yeah. That's what got them really angry. Yeah. They don't want you to know. And they're literally, and especially in the context of this week too, with this trial going on, there's not been main, much mainstream coverage of it. And obviously what happened in Russia last week with Navalny dying, 
in custody and rushing uh, custody is terrible and that is an atrocity in and of itself but the lack of awareness from the corporate media here in the US to be talking about that week in and week out and literally that's not fu- standing not standing up for Julian Assange is insane that's fucked up what okay what um first of all I know it's an election cycle uh, Biden can go fuck himself. Uh, to all you Trumpers out there, uh, Trump are you saying that's fucked up to me or to the chat? Trump could have pardoned. Trump could have pardoned Assange if he wanted to. He could have pardoned Snowden if he wanted to. He didn't. Um, this is a, uh, you know, this is this is something both ruling parties in America can agree on. Uh, I what I said is fucked up is is Navalny being a uh, like a side note on the Assange topic. Because I put it in a, I put it in the list separately. Oh, I'm, I, I wasn't saying uh, here. I was talking. I, I, I wasn't. We're obviously going to cover this because we cover this shit. But the corporate media is not talking about the Assange case at all. Yeah, and they're all over I, this. Like government's killing people. The U.S. government is literally trying to kill Julian Assange. I I I, I agree. I agree, and we should 100% free Assange. And what we've done to him is a crime against humanity and a crime against him and his family. Um, but, uh, the, like the both sides and the Volney thing is, uh, just a little bit frustrating. It's a little what bit frustrating. Mean? What do you mean? Um, I mean, there's a certain group of people that can't talk about Navalny unless they talk about U.S. crimes. Um, okay. I can see that. And, uh, I think it's a disgrace to his family and a disgrace to him. Uh, you know, I've worked with the Navalny, some of the people of the Navalny team, um, because they had a very comprehensive Bitcoin strategy uh, to get around Putin. And uh, what Navalny did, putting his, his, his life at risk, going back to the country after he was poisoned, um, is commendable, is absolutely commendable. And Putin 100% fucking killed him. And Putin knew that if he killed him, um, half of this country would just blame the U.S. government because, you know, that's, that's what we do now. So he had, he had, he had complete ability to fucking pull it off and he just fucking did it. And he still hasn't given the body back to the family claims it's sudden death syndrome. Sudden death. uh, Yeah. Sudden death syndrome is what, what hit Navalny in, uh, in Arctic. That's what they're actually saying. Yep. Interesting. I don't appreciate you saying I'm like both sidings this. I'm trying to call out. I, I, they're both Assange and Navalny is extremely fucked up. Matthew and I actually talked about it for quite a bit uh, during our episode yesterday. I um, mean, we can call out. We can call out corporate media. I mean, Tucker Carlson just did like a two week fucking publicity tour. tour put in. Does, yeah, we talked about that count, too. Does he count as corporate media? I think to a certain extent, yeah, he came from Fox News. Now he runs his own independent media. Who knows? Okay. I don't appreciate you saying I'm both siding this this time. I I said my piece. Yeah, you did. I said my piece. We have breaking news on the show. What? Bitcoin related. Marathon. 
Digital Holdings, a leader in supporting and securing the Bitcoin ecosystem, has launched Slipstream, a direct Bitcoin transaction submission service designed to streamline confirmations of large or non-standard Bitcoin transactions. It looks like Marathon Digital is entering the fray of out-of-band transactions. Oh, okay. What, they just have like a website where you can just submit transactions? Breaking. More. <laughs> yeah, the site is just Marathon Slipstream. Adding more RAM to Mempool. Check back later. Okay, a non-story. But it's... Uh, we're, expect more of this. Like, of course, miners are going to start accepting... Miners are going to become more frequently accepting transactions out of band where you're not broadcasting to the Bitcoin network and you're sending directly to them. Um, we've seen miners do it in the past, especially in higher fee environments. Um, but I guess now it's it's more likely because there's so many non-standard shitcoin transactions that are happening on Bitcoin that the regular network's not relaying. So you can just now paste it there. Just keep in mind that if anything is remotely controversial, Marathon is not going to mine your transaction. Because <laughs> they might be one of the most... Uh, Compliant? Compliant miners in the world. They're the ones who tried to do the, like, uh, the OFAC mining pool. Clean blocks. Clean blocks. Green blocks. They tried green blocks and OFAC compliant. Too different. Stella Assange, Putin. I mean, on that note too, you brought up Tucker. Did you see uh, Boris Johnson wanted to accept Bit wanted him to pay him in Bitcoin yeah. to do an interview? Dollars, gold, or Bitcoin? Yeah, didn't didn't want the uh, the UK. They want pounds. You didn't want pounds. The former Prime Minister, of the United Kingdom. Has Boris to responded to that? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen one. If he has, um, did not want pound sterling, I mean, dollars, Bitcoin gold, or Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the best for that. Pay to play. Million I mean, that dollars. was particularly fucked up. If if you believe Tucker at face value, if if what Tucker says is true, is like particularly fucked up because Boris was like, you can't interview Putin. Um. And he was like, but at the same time, he's like, but if you want to interview me, you have to pay me a million dollars in Bitcoin, which yeah. is fucking ridiculous. Like you go fuck yourself, Boris Johnson. And to be clear, I think Tucker's well within his right to interview Putin. I think it was a very interesting interview. I think, you know, journalists should interview people. The more frustrating thing is like the, like the pans of like the subway system and shit. Like all of that, all of that shit he added on top See, of it. I agree there. I don't know why you got mad at me for saying I'm mad at the media here for not covering the Assange thing. Like these people. Like, I look, I love you, Marty. You know, I they're love red you. coats, the red coats. Like I, they like I to. Did, no, the Navalny thing hit me hard. I just, I don't like it as like, oh, the introduction to Navalny is just like as a side. Okay. Note to the, okay. I'm sorry. To the, to the Assange story. I didn't mean for it to be a side note. Yeah, that's all. It, it and I was like, a, it was a loving fuck you. <laughs> All right. Um, see the next thing I have on the list while we're on this topic. Oh uh, yeah, like people being. Did your radar? 
I saw it on No Bullshit Bitcoin. I didn't dive into it, though. El Salvador ex-security advisor accused ruling party of corruption dies in custody. Alejandro Moishant, uh, a former national security advisor of El Salvador's government who had accused a congressman from the ruling New Ideas Party of corruption and drug trafficking, died in state custody in unclear circumstances, his family told reporters. Damn. This guy, Bitcoiner, 20, 2012 class Bitcoiner, was on Noster. He was on Noster? Ex yeah, exposed corruption in the ruling party of El Salvador. Gets thrown in jail, was in jail for about a year, solitary confinement, the whole nine yards, shows up dead. Very few people talking about this one. The justification from the Bukele team is that he included leaking er, the alleged crimes included leaking documents to journalist and former leftist president Mauricio Fuenes who is now based in Nicaragua after Alejandro was arrested Bukele said there was evidence he helped Fuenes evade capture prosecutors accused Fuenes of tax evasion illicit association and failure to perform duties over a gang truce negotiated in 2012 when is denied negotiating with gangs. Damn. Pablo's in the comments saying Alejandro told him that he was the one that orange pilled Bukele. Damn. Governments, man. Can't trust also, any of them. We love you, Pablo. I know it's been a tough day over there. Love you, Pablo. <laughs> BitKey shares code for firmware, their mobile app server, and hardware schematics. So BitKey, the hardware device, the signing device from Block. They've, uh, they launched and said they want it to be as open as possible with this, so... Disclosing the code for the firmware, the mobile app, the server, and hardware schematics is in line with those principles that they set out to strive for. So if you want to go look at that. Yeah, this is, this is really great to see, especially from a publicly traded large financial institution. Uh, very rare. Um, it's worth noting that their license is commercially restricted. So you can modify it. You can use it as how you want to use it. You can review it. You can verify it. Um, but you cannot sell it. You cannot modify it and sell it. Uh, it's commercially restricted. So it's worth noting that. Um, and uh, my my understanding is that Block's earnings are today, which means your favorite blue check influencer is going to be posting charts about how much Bitcoin Block sold. <laughs> so preemptive breaking. Let it be known. Cash App sold a lot of Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, as they do every quarter. <laughs> All right. This is the software development section of the podcast. Before we read all the software updates, we are going to read the top four boosts from Rabbit Hole Recap 292. Bitcoin is a short squeeze on the entire fiat system. Short squeeze That's is upon a good us. Name. That was such a good name. Got Shout a lot of views, too. Matt's, Matt's trying to game the YouTube algorithm to get us more views um, with these titles. At Sir Bitcoin, 
boosted 100,000 sats, dive deep into ancient waters of Bitcoin Atlantis, where cyber warriors clash for liquidity. In this lightning-enabled showdown, brave Bitcoiners vie for 5.2 million sats in intense battles of skill and strategy where only the victor claims the spoils. Tune in to Zap.Stream, engage with Bitcoiners, Zapper commentators, and immerse yourself in the grandeur sponsored by Bitbox. Not this show, but this tournament. Qualifying tournaments, March 1st and 2nd at 2 and 4 p.m. The main event is March 3rd at 1 p.m. More info at chainduel.net. Chainduel.net. Is that the Chainduel video game? <laughs> I believe so, yes. That's cool. So it's a cool game. Yes. Um, by the way, uh, on the naming topic, uh, of the last last week's episode, uh, did you see that Max DeMarco posted on Noster that a college class is using his using Noster? The, yeah, I did see that. And the name of the college class is Social Media Communications, which is insane. Like, sh- like huge shout out to Max. Like, I'm proud of him, but there should not be a college class on Social Media Communications. But if there is, I was thinking like maybe I just pivot, leave Bitcoin not working Bitcoin and I just teach a class on caps. I think like there, I think that could be a compelling thing for college students everywhere. So all caps all day forever. The validity of all caps in your social media communications and you its impact on influence. It's important to speak clearly. If you have to go to college, take a class on social media and communications, you're doing it wrong. Uh, the best place to learn is in the arena. Marty's in the arena. Could you imagine if, like, we were like teaching like, a Twitter, like, all right, here's how you go viral, kids. <laughs> Just find the most triggering thing you can. Like, what the fuck? They paid a shit ton of money for it, too. Insane. <laughs> you shouldn't be paying for that class, but luckily, they are giving out some good information if they're going through yeah. the uh, Max's Nostra documentary. No, yeah, that documentary is really good. Max does good work. Yes, he does. And he's branching out, too. Like, he has water ones, seed oil ones. Seed oil one. The seed oil one was really good. It's a good one. Shout out to you, Max. Up next on the shout outs. Come Rocket. 69,420 sats. San Diego Bitcoiners meet up Thursday, March 14th, 2024, from 6 to 9 p.m. at Quantum Brewing, 5375 Kearney Villa Road, Unit 116, San Diego, California. Uh, seat set seat seat C E T E. They're the only one reading it. Is a noun, a group of badgers. A group of badgers is a seat. Local Bitcoiner Ben will be presenting on Bitcoinization, Ipuera Vida, uh, Sinpe, Bitcoin Jungle App, and the Bitcoin movement in Costa Rica. 6 p.m. Gather, 6:45 presentation. 9 p.m. Close. Don't want to RSVP here. Check us out on Flockster. Stay up, G's. Peace and love. Peace and love to you, come rocket. At Ben Justman, boosted 69,069 sats. Did Marty ever drink the bottle of wine I gave him? The answer is no, because I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it to age a little bit, Ben. <laughs> How long should I let this, this age? We got Penny Lane. Cabernet Sauvignon, twenty twenty. So it's aged for almost four years now. I've been told you need your cabs to age like five to seven years. 
So not only did I have the pleasure to go to Ben's family home and vineyard and taste the wine there before he was Twitter famous and bought four bottles from him with Bitcoin, I did drink multiple bottles and I also have bottles that are aging. Not to, it's not a competition, yes. but shout out Ben. No, I saw this, uh, I saw this boost and brought the bottle in because I wanted to, to show it on air. Oh, well, yeah, he reads the boost ahead of time, Freaks. I mean, I hope someone's out there verifying that he's actually reading the top boost because I'm not. You could you could easily verify yourself. But yeah, I'd like some recommend. It's also like just the first bottle of Penny Lane that you gave me. Like I sort of want to keep it as I have a lot of Bitcoin trinkets, yeah, if you will. It's, this it's is like P- one of them. What? Is it pronounced Penny Lane? I'm pretty sure. But it's P-E-O-N-Y Lane. Yeah. Peony Lane? Peony? Peony? Say it fast enough. Peony? I thought it was Penny. I could have. I could be wrong. <laughs> I like weirdo rub out in the comments. It's not a competition, but fuck you. It's Peony Lane. Peony? Peony? It's okay. Not. We got, we got Logan, not. our pronunciation expert here on Rabbit Hole Recap, uh, letting us know. it's what. How do you pronounce it, Logan? Pretty Lane. Pretty, okay. <laughs> Pretty damn, sure the supernutations are different. Yeah. Out of band boost should be sent to what address, Marty? Marty at getalby. You got to send it to Mara. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. Last and final boost from Avatar Recap 292. Lebanese underscore hodl boosted 55,555 sats. Fives cross board balandrome boost. Fives across the board for Zeus's fifth birthday. Our case study of the new sexy Zeus logo rebrand is live at sundayafternoon.us slash studio slash Zeus dash identity. If you are a Bitcoin company or a Bitcoin investor investor fund looking for brand design work for your portfolio companies, we want to help. We believe we can bring great brand design and storytelling to Bitcoin and freedom tech companies. Reach out at Lebanese HODL on Noster. Stay humble. Stack sats. Let's fucking go. Great advice. I Great like advice. not spreading it. Bitcoin needs better design. So thank you for doing the work that you do, Lebanese HODL. We really need better aesthetic design, better UX design. I've been saying this for years. Peony Lane is what BTC. Peony. If, if a jellyfish stings your knee, you peony. Jesus Christ, Logan. You're banned from the mic for the rest of the episode. This is why he's our pronunciation expert on Rabbit Hole Recap. You didn't catch the joke? Don't, a- uh, you've been banned from the works. mic for the rest of the episode. No, you're not. Keep speaking. <laughs> Make sure to join us multiple times. Teeny weeny mempool wine. Teeny weeny mempool wine. BTC pins the same peeny lane. Uh, I don't know if he's trolling us or I, I assume he's being genuine, genuine with his attempt to help us pronounce. I can't even speak. Pronounce peeny lane. Shout out to you, Ben. I'm waiting for it to age. Tell me if I shouldn't. Back to the software update list. Got that one already. Brains pool introduces lightning payouts. It's pretty big. In the future, though. In the future. <laughs> well, it was like two weeks. 
They're working with Voltage to bring about lightning payouts for miners. The feature is currently in private beta, so it's released in beta, but public release is expected within weeks, two weeks TM. Um, so it's good to see the mining industry has been waiting for lightning payouts, particularly smaller miners uh, who don't want to wait months and months on end for uh, the reward payout to build up to a point where they're not receiving dust. Um, so now with this partnership between Voltage and Brains, they'll be able to receive their payouts as they happen over the Lightning Network so they don't have to worry about on-chain fees. They still need to wait till the channel closes and dust. You could open a fat channel. You can do whatever. You could. <laughs> but if one to, side is, if one side's like five thousand sats, it's like. You could also receive to a custodial lightning, just get quicker payouts, and then so instead of brain, the custodian, it's just wallet of Satoshi. Yeah. But anyway, this is good to see. I'm just kind of being a dick. Um, Voltage Brains, both stand-up companies in the space. Cool to see them working together. A little bit weird that they announced the announcement, but. Yeah, and this this lays the ground world. God, I can't talk. This lays uh, the groundwork for companies like Satoshi Energy, which are working to basically pair mining companies with energy companies, help them get the power deal, get the infrastructure, and then ideally down the road set up a mechanism so that miners can pay their power bills in Bitcoin as they're mining Bitcoin. And so this is one of the steps that would make that significantly easier you can imagine a future in which lightning payments uh, via mining pools is widely adopted and you can set up these payout structures you can essentially use something like podcasting 2.0 key send where you set up a contract with your power provider you mine bitcoin you get paid out in lightning and you automatically split the payment to the miner and the- but i love key send too why can't you use key send for that because the big trade-off with Keysend is no receipts. Uh, well, you could have some internal software. Are you gonna you're gonna pay your power provider without a receipt? Maybe have like third-party <laughs> software that says, "All right, I got paid. Here's your receipt." That's actually a good point. But you do know if the payment fails, right? You can do so you the have... payment e cash and get a receipt. Do the payment what? Through e cash and get a receipt. That as well. Point remains. <laughs> you get these sci-fi like. Look, I fucking love Keysend. That is the main negative of Keysend. That's why we don't use Keysend for everything. But if the payment fails. That's why it works great for podcasting 2.0 because they're donations. They're value for value donations. You do not need a receipt for a donation, unless you're trying to get tax deductibility status. Which you do not get if you support our podcast via Podcasting 2.0. Uh-oh. More breaking news. What is it this time? Breaking! Reddit invested excess cash reserves into Bitcoin, per their most recent SEC filing. We invested some of our excess cash reserves in Bitcoin and Ether, uh, and also acquired Ether <laughs> and Matic as a form of payment for sales of certain virtual goods. We may continue to do so in the future. Ether and Matic received... Wow, I can't believe they're buying Matic. From the sales of virtual goods was not material for the year ended December 31st, 2022 and 2023. I think so. 
We also acquired and hold digital assets that are cryptocurrencies for use by our product and engineering teams, which is limited to specific uses. The prices of cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ether, and Matic have been and may continue to be highly volatile in our ability to sell cryptocurrencies for fiat. I'm looking for I'm reading it. Can you not? Can, do you want me to sit here in silence and try and find it or just read the announcement? Yes. No announcement of how much excess cash right, reserves. It's a non-story and we just gave them... We just gave them free press. FOMO, institutional FOMO, public market FOMO. Informatic. <laughs> Reddit's not a public company yet. I'm pretty sure they went public. Is Reddit public? Are they public? Oh. Uh, they made their IPO filing public, so I guess they had to release this That's information. Well, they had to say this. Yes. It sounds like this is like working capital. Seems like they're experimenting with stuff. Shit coining. He's only at 10% of the shares in the IPO. Yeah. So they're going through the IPO process. Too many, uh, too many people in the Noster live chat sitting on cummies. Weird robot. What is that? Don't do it. I don't know. It just sounds terrible. All right, back to the software update. BDK version 1.0.0 alpha 0.6 has been released with TX Builder Fix. Cold card Q version 0.0.6 beta has been released. Anything you want to talk about? Have you been playing around with yours? Uh, one thing I missed is the the QR scanner is not like a traditional camera. It's like a barcode scanner that's connected directly to the secure element. It's pretty fucking clean. It works really well. Nice. Is that that's the the comment you have? Yeah, that's. I mean, I've been playing. With, it's it's a it's a dope piece of hardware. Yeah. Cashew Nutshell version zero point fifteen point zero has been released. Support for Cashew V one protocol. This is a pretty big update for them. Um, Cashew Nutshell is a Chalmian eCash wallet and Mint for Bitcoin Lightning. Cashew Nutshell is a, the reference implementation in Python. So the Cashew protocol has recently been updated to its first stable version. That's why this is a big update. So if you're running Cashew Nutshell app, you have your first stable release. Pretty big to see. Fediment version 0.2.2 has been released with recommended bug fixes. Nothing too crazy there. Cashew-address.com has been released. It's moving to npub.cash and integrates NIP46. So this is really cool. So you have what is essentially a, um, it acts like a custodial lightning wallet, right? That is, has lightning address support. And your lightning address is literally just your NPUB, which is your Noster public key at npub.cash. Anyone can pay your NPUB. Even if you, I believe, even if you haven't signed up, anyone can pay your NPUB if you have an NPUB on Noster. And you can access those funds using your, Nostra private key, your NSEC. Um, pretty cool. You have privacy from the custodian because it's charming eCash. Um, and then you can pay out to any uh, Lightning wallet uh, at will whenever you want to. I think it's a very clean uh, way of, of handling things. We already have a directory of, of known public keys because of Nostra. Um, 
So why not leverage that? Yeah. It's really cool to see how fast all this is happening. The convergence of Noster, eCash, Lightning, the experimentation between single operator mints and Fetty mints. It's all happening, freaks. Beautiful, beautiful time to be alive. Samurai Dojo version 1.23.0 has been released with an updated estimator, API, mempool persistence, and more. Staying on the coin join updates, join market version 0.9.11 has released with wallet performances and RPC API improvements. Foundation Passport version 2.3.0 has been released with full tap taproot support, seed QR export, and more. Citadel version 0.3.3 has been released with connect wallet improvements and optimizations. Bitcoin Tribe version 2.4.0 has been released with testnet support for RGB assets. All right, you got to pick one. Can't pick neither. RGB or Tapass? Neither. I just said you can't. You got to pick one. Well, one thing I didn't put on the list is Justin Sun is uh, <laughs> is, bringing, is bringing Tron assets to Bitcoin with inscriptions and all that nonsense. It's a beautiful thing to see. Don't don't dodge the question. RGB or Tapass? You have to pick one. That's what I'm saying. Like out of all out of the three, that's probably going to be the one that's most successful. Like you he can go fuck himself, but <laughs> let's be honest here. You got to pick one. I, I I picked it. No, no, out of the two, I listed. Tron assets on Bitcoin. <laughs> Noted freaks. He's dodging the question. Um, I I think both are irrelevant. Okay, we'll see. Feel free I'm not to sure. On Twitter over it. I'm not going to respond. I don't I'm undecided. Yeah, Bitcoin see, Marty, Marty loves doing this. He's the hype <laughs> man. This is why he'd be a poor judge at uh, Top Builder. Oh, I'm going to be the most critical judge there is. Marty, pick one. I think RGB. Over Tapass? You're a big Tapass guy, I thought. No, that's a... I don't know, RGB, they've been working at it longer. I think the architecture may be a little better. Actually, talking out of my ass. I gotta do more research. Look, I'm short assets on Bitcoin. There's one asset on Bitcoin, it's Bitcoin. There is no second best. It really isn't. Right now, in our relatively low transaction demand world, that supposedly is even still beating Fedwire, they're able to afford to send these transactions but i i don't i don't see that happening long term long term you know the bitcoin network is a settlement network for the most freedom money we've ever had in the world and that has the highest level of demand and all this asset stuff all this other bullshit will just go to centralized shit because most of it is centralized anyway so why wouldn't it be on centralized shit and that's why tron tether is fucking dominating was because no one cares about censorship resistance if they're using tron tether because they have to trust tether anyway yeah justin sun coming to bitcoin prodigal sun returns <laughs> <laughs> never has been 
He might be one of the most. I don't know if infuriating is the right word. Yeah, I mean, so you sort of have to respect the. It's the, amazing he, he he hasn't landed in jail yet. He's like literally like the cheesiest like worst con man like. But he somehow like stays behind the scenes, you know. Like no one really. Which is funny because like he he's like, talks about, like CZ and all these other guys. No one really ever talks about him. Because he puts the most effort into being a frontman too. It's very confusing. Yeah. He does a balancing act. Yeah. Blue Wallet version six point five point four has been released with fixes and optimizations. I skipped over Bitcoin Keeper version one point one point eleven has been released with the UX overhaul and add multiple wallets and more. Lightning Loop version zero point two seven point one beta has been released with automatic sweeping of incorrectly deposited amounts. Hack Zero, open source plug and play Bitcoin node for vendors has been released as well. So Hack Zero is an open source Bitcoin node, which is particularly well suited for vendors who want to self-host their own BTC pay server in a non-custodial and trustless way created by Nicholas Dorier. The Hack Zero is running BTC pay server as its software. This is cool to see. Shout out to Nicholas. I don't know how they get around the fact that you can't use it unless you expose your IP address. I mean, unless your customers are all paying via tour. I mean, what's the problem with that though? They're not, are they marketing it that way? It just seems like they want to do it. Well, the whole idea is like a merchant is like self hosting their payment processor. Like they're running a box in there. Yeah. But that's connect to the internet, right? I, yeah, so like the way you get around it is you run Tor or you run a VPN too, like a VPS. I just, like I know it's not like the, like the perfect cypherpunk ideal, uh, but like to me, BTC pay server, like if you're actually a merchant of any kind of size, like your BTC pay server runs on a, on a cloud server somewhere. Yeah. And on-chain payments aren't held there, and Lightning is a hot wallet, and that's just a trade-off that Lightning makes. Yeah. But like, you need uptime. You don't want to expose your like retail IP address with a hot wallet on it. Yeah. Still cool to see. Cool project. Some edge cases is, to figure out. This is the main issue with host, self-hosting BTC pay server. And very few people talk about it. It's just a little bit frustrating. Yeah. You know what's frustrating, Matt, is how humble you are. Logan, pull it up. You just talked about the queue. You're part of the product. When you guys get your queues next week, scroll down, Logan, or click the picture. There's an Odell button. On, scroll down, bottom left. Hold on. Scroll in. This is actually a Photoshop. Uh, this is, I heard this is like how the product actually releases. It does have a caps lock key, which is important. <laughs> it should have one. Um, I, two things. First of all, great to see Blue Check Rob Hamilton posting on Nostra again. I've noticed you've been missing for a while. Um, second of all, who the fuck put a fair in the word list? And how many did he have? 
<laughs> Did you see what his his words I thought, are? No, I, yeah, a fair, a fair start. start. Yeah. yeah, like that's what I thought at first. I was like, wait a second, is is Rob accusing Matt? Is this some like weird messaging? No, so that actually like that's it's a valid seed word. Like they like Cold Card uses the seed word list for their BIP thirty nine. Uh, anti-made technology um so like the way cold card works is you put your first half of the seed in right and then it gives you two words from the seed list not your actual seed words of the private key and it uses a secret from the secure element so you can't choose those two words but every time you use that device it should show those same two words when you put in your first half of your pin and the reason they do that is because there's an attack called an evil made attack where someone can switch out your hardware device with an evil device and they can try and take your pin that way. But the point remains is like who put a fair in the BIP 39 list? Like it's a ridiculous word to have there. We're going to have to take it up with the people who created BIP 39. I don't know. I'm like looking through it right now. In terms of the BIP 39 list, like we know porn would be in that list, but it's no. not. No, because porn's slang. It's pornography. <laughs> I already would have put pornography in the word list. Thanks for correcting the record. Adam, attack. Yeah, fair. Afford. It's cool to go through these. It is crazy how. Like, they just get, chose words. And they create these private keys that secure all of our wealth. And access to our wallets. It's insane. Moving on the list. By the way, rip puppy sale. Those are my RIP puppy sale. Best evil made words. Primal Android version zero point nine three point two has been released with support for on chain transactions, unified QR, and more. Pretty big update. Jen said Primal keep shipping. They really do. Shout out to you, Mulyan and team. Amethyst version 0.84.3 has been released with NIP49 and NIP92 support, community and public chat list events. Huge shout out to Vitter and the rest of the contributors over at Amethyst. Logan, I know you're an Amethyst stan. Any uh, any comments on... You can use the mic again. I'm giving you permission. You don't need permission, <laughs> Logan. He's refusing to. No, Logan. Amethyst is for Zapstream. That's it. That's all you use it for? It has it has fantastic Zapstream support. Amethyst so like, is better for Zapstream than Zapstream. Yeah, on mobile. Your mobile Zapstream doesn't really work that great in the browser. Yeah. Ugh, that's all we got. I would love to see more clients integrate Zapstream. I know a bunch are working on it. Seems but like it should be. Like Foxer. Flockster should like integrate it for all these all these meetups that they do live streams like we do here at the Commons sometimes. That and the new that and the new Nostrness, uh, which are both the product or the project of Kieran, um, should be first class citizens and clients. Like I think it's a big win for us. Uh, Weirdo robots disagreeing with me, saying Zapstream Mobile is the shit. So maybe it, maybe I'm wrong. I love Zapstream. I appreciate Kieran. Do, 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 do. Appreciate all of you joining in the live chat, joining in the recorded version. If you're contributing via Zaps or Boost, 
I'm being Thank told you. by someone in the Noster comments that affairs are not only sexual. They can also be a political or international affair, which is a fair comment, you know? I don't... Fair comment on affairs. Yeah. I've got some economic stats I could throw out. We want to go macro here. Yeah, sure. What do you want to talk about? Did you know that currently... The amount of interest payments United States citizens are paying on their debt is $550 billion. Is that personal? Personal or credit. Does, does that include business or just... Just personal, consumer credit. How much is it? $550 billion, just interest payments alone, not even taking care of the principal. It's, That's crazy. Yeah. How much is that in Bitcoin terms? Uh, half the network, more than half the network right now, so... Uh, 9.5 million Bitcoin a year I guess a year or I think just, yeah. yeah that's pretty crazy uh, Americans have run out of savings too uh, the savings glut that built up over COVID is officially gone it's not a glut anymore uh, people are going into debt the average <laughs> Credit card interest rate is above 20% at 21.47. Oh, I saw something that Tony posted on Noster. Um, uh, The Exodus Wallet Snap package. So Snap is like a storefront or like an app store on Linux. um, Was compromised and someone lost a half a million dollars on it. Damn. First of all, Exodus is a shitty wallet, so don't use that. But second of all, like, fuck Snap. Like, don't trust Snap. Yeah. This is a crazy chart. I think I I think Nas uh, I think Noster's gonna fix fix the App Store environment, where you have like a web of trust that verifies the signatures for you because the current status quo is that you just trust Apple or Google to verify the signatures and then if you don't do that the individuals have to verify signatures and most people don't verify signatures even though they should when you verify a signature you know there's no man in the you mitigate the man in the middle where you know like if if Craig Raw releases a new Sparrow wallet release and you verify the GPG signatures of that release you know that it is you're, you got the release that, that Craig wanted you to get that someone else didn't put a malicious release in between like Google's App Store, uh, Google Play Store, uh, iPhone App Store, you're trusting Google or Apple to verify the signatures. Um, but I think there's there's a bunch of guys working on a Nostra alternative to that over in Madeira, um, where it's like a web of trust system, and the signatures are verified that way. So I think it's cool. That is really cool. We're going to do it. We're going to fix this. We're going to fix this. It's happening. It's again. It's not only insane, insane to see how fast everything's happening in Noster, but the quickness of integrations from Bitcoin tools, whether it's eCash systems or, or Lightning. I can remember a year and a half ago, two years ago. It was two years ago when we first started talking to JB55 about all this. Like It was like, oh, this is cool. Um, when I first downloaded Domus. I didn't even know how to send a message or create an MPUB properly. 
didn't know what my pub key was and look at where we are now we're live streaming accepting bitcoin over zap.stream talking about all these cool projects how nostra is going to fix app stores it's pretty insane when nostra only marty i don't know i don't know i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know did you install twitter on your phone again no are you yes. signed in on the mobile browser yes no. you said yes yeah, I, did. A... I did i catered or crave caved Call me. I, got an, I got an addiction help me help me hello my name is marty bent and i'm addicted to uh to twitter love your freaks stay humble stack sets peace and love Take care.